0: Welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg and Mike. No shaft today.
1: Well, the core of the real MiceCast is back.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's it.
1: (laughs) I I gotta say, I hope people have been enjoying the, air quotes, classic uh, MiceCast shows that we have been re- issuing. Yeah, one.
0: We've done one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was talking to somebody at Westfest about that. I said, Hey, so we've we've started a new thing, reruns of podcasts. And he's like, Don't you mean classics? Okay, uh. like, hey, I think I like that better. Um the rerun I thought was funny was the that Jason Podcast World. Actually no, it? I believe that was Brian Summers. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> I thought it was that that uh, guy from San Luis Obispo up there.
1: No, but it was good to meet Jason. Um Good guy. We met met a lot of people that we have not met before. People who finally made it to a West Fest. Got to you know meet up with them. That was all all good stuff. So what's the uh, topic tonight? Batman. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, um, you know, Shaft and I had our chance to chat up uh, West Fest last week.
1: Um, I heard about that. I've not listened to the show. I had uh, lunch with someone today who told me that They had listened to that, so
0: I thought you know you can have your time too. Well, you know, say say what you what you took away from it, and it might spark some memory on my point. And then um, I don't know, maybe there's an email we can read, uh, some other business. Sure, sure.
1: You know, well, you, well, well, there is that one email. Should you want me to go ahead and read it, and then you can tell them what you're going to do. Chris uh, from New York. Oh, okay, sure. Okay. I'll,
0: I'll read that email. We'll start with that. So, uh, Chris from New York sent an a mail saying, Hey guys, to use the cliched long-time listener, first-time emailer line, I've been listening intently since episode 12. I've just ordered the Illuminations DVD, and I have to say I cannot wait to receive it. And yes, Chris, you've been waiting a long time, <laughs> as I just mailed that sucker yesterday. Uh, so maybe by the time you hear this, it'll be in your mailbox. Anyway, so he loves the new Mouse Buster segments and can't wait to hear more of them. And he has a question which he can't recall being answered. And I know we've talked about it. it says, what was the strangest thing any of you have ever seen happen at a Disney park during work or leisure? And he's just wondering. Keep up the amazing work. Can't wait for the next episode. Best regards, Chris from New York. And thank you for that, Chris. And thank you for your DVD order.
1: And yeah, it's a good thing we're not in business with that kind of delivery service. Well, hey,
0: you know, I'll be completely honest. I put that out there on a whim. Then I put a slide. Hey, if you want the whole thing, go ahead and send me five bucks, and I'll send so it you. So you you did not expect? No, I didn't expect anybody to. So when that, when that came in, I'm like, oh crap! I gotta I gotta put the whole thing on a DVD, right? Well, his order came, I think Wednesday. Yeah, 4:26. That wasn't a Wednesday. That was Thursday of West Fest. So I had West Fest going on. Um, so I was coming home and like trying to cut it together, and then try to burn it to DVD. And then my DVD player was not being friendly. Jeez, excuses. So, so anyway, excuses. I finally got it worked out. And then I thought maybe I better buy one of those puffy little mailers, you know, so it doesn't get crunched or cracked and yada, yada, yada. Either way, it went out yesterday. He should have it. You know, any of you other listener types want to, you know, kick in They're a mere $5, I have everything ready. The label the disc the image so feel free to order if you want to
1: is is this you laying under the
0: the uh, safe (laughs) yes (laughs) I'll have to give credit where credit is due (laughs) Earl's the one that said hey you can put your head in there and look like a funny picture and he goes, and there's, a,
1: "There's a video on
0: Flickr." Yeah, yeah. Coconut wireless put that up there. Uh, I said, "Well, go ahead." He goes, "No, look under there. It's nasty." And there's little puddles of water because the 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 concrete and the there's the two. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, "So what? You know, I'll, I'll stick my head in there." He goes, "Well, go ahead." So
1: I, yeah, put, I Guess he didn't realize you were Navy. You'll stick your head almost anywhere. Oh, well, funny.
0: So I was pretending to be like twitching, still with my head crushed. You know. Yes, I saw.
1: <laughs> have you uh, have you seen X Men? The new one? No. Oh, okay. No, I, I would make I would make a reference about uh, your butt sticking out of your stomach, but you'll get that once pie. you see X Men. Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then afterwards I realized my shirt had rolled up a bit. So <laughs> well, you know, you gotta you gotta expose a little bit of the white avalanche. You know what can I say? <laughs> nice. Uh, 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 so yeah. So thanks thanks Chris for your order, <laughs> and we finally fulfilled it. <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> what? Nothing. I was just laughing. Oh. You got you know, I, I missed a lot of Westfest this year, uh, unfortunately, so you sounds like everybody had a really good time, so uh good thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean we had like I said, fifty six people actually ride Thorin.
1: Yeah, well I think we, we broke Westfest, I, I I can honestly say I think broke last year's record. Uh, We, you know, we've increased the size every year, which is a uh, very good thing. Uh, I think average meets were 45 to 50. There was a couple smaller and a couple much larger. Yep. So so in general, we had more people from out of state than we've had before, traveling longer distances. We were more international this year. We actually had somebody from England, Australia, and Canada.
0: Oh, yeah, East York,
1: yeah. And Toronto, for those who... Don't know that part of Canada, um, you know. And somebody, somebody, uh, a Canadian gave me a hard time once about, "Ah, you Americans, you know, you got all your flags, your pomps and circumstance, all the rah-rah." I'm thinking, some Canadians wear maple leaves on everything. Everything, you know, and, yeah. And now, Chris, Chris is the guy that says, "Hey, we 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 don't dress in flannel. You know, we're not all buck tooth. We're not all hockey. You know, loving, geeks. yeah." And then that guy shows up. <laughs> 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 which is like stereotypical nice guy by the way i don't remember his name but he uh, wore the df hat um at least 13 or 14 oh, times that's east york disney fan yeah is yeah Nice, yeah. really nice guy in fact when i saw him uh the first night at PodFest, i made it to PodFest. i wasn't sure if i was going to make it and he was kind of standing off to the side and i'm kind of trying to figure out okay is this guy one of us or is he one of those, like, lingers, those starers from the outside? And he finally, you know, saddled up and got closer to the group a little bit at a time and um, then really just became part of the group the whole weekend. Uh, so. Yeah,
0: that was one of those first-timers. We had lots of first-timers. Keegan yeah. and his little entourage, which was fairly amusing.
1: Yeah, that's funny. I asked uh, what we were – oh, we got off the um, – Jungle Cruise for my imaginary my way uh, Midnight Cruise down the rivers of adventure Yeah, I was in there Yeah, you were there, right, for that? And I asked the girls, like, you know, what do you listen to? Teenage Disney Geek Ah, it's the uh, Entourage uh,
0: Yes, there's two of Like, two of his listeners and then they each had Dragged a friend along uh, So, like, the four of them were, like, around him all the time
1: Yeah, they they were definitely um, His groupies Yeah, yeah to say the least well it's nice to be young and have groupies like that yeah he's a I, that was his first trip too correct it was and he got hooked up uh, quite a bit by Brian uh, yeah Brian got you know he had a nice room at the hotel Did got to do the Club 33 thing uh, so it all worked out very well for him on his first uh, first trip so he, you know how can you beat that
0: so the only thing I missed was Saturday morning well, not the only thing I missed, but one of the main things I missed was saturday morning how'd that uh how'd that go did you
1: uh actually the Saturday morning thing was almost redundant in a lot of ways wasn't the uh, that was probably the low meat of uh, of the whole event and it,
0: low meaning attendance or low meaning just...
1: yeah a low a low attendance i mean why did uh, thinking back i don 't know if I'd do that again why why have that meet you know if we're starting on Thursday and giving it a four day event. Uh, by then, the schedule should already been out to most people. Correct. Uh, it almost became a redundant thing. I guess for those who may not have been able to show up during the week, we're giving them one last chance to find some lanyards, find some schedules, and all that, uh, which also could have happened at a, the first event of the day. So, I- um, you know, going
0: forward, maybe, maybe we need to, uh, we still have that, but that becomes the photo meet.
1: Yeah, that could be do it first thing in the morning. I'm yeah. so I was somewhat distracted. I was going through the DPN um, pool of photographs, and I'm amazed that when new technology comes along, some people—how can you say this? Not every photograph you do needs to be an HDR photograph. Oh. And there, there's really? a there's a lot of HDRs. Yeah, well, there's you'll see a few posters, and if you were to follow their links, and I'm in a lot of Disney photo groups. Some of these guys only, everything is HDR, and HDR is great for some things, but not for everything. You know, for, for instance, you know, people going down the hill and um, Splash Mountain doesn't necessarily need to be HDR. I'm not saying this particular one was. Uh, some people do them well, some people don't, but it's like, God bless America. Everything you do is HDR, and it gets all, you know, it, it takes the specialness away when everything you do is HDR. Have you, know? uh, have you put up pictures? From Westfest? Yeah. No, I actually, you know, I didn't even have my camera with me on Sunday. I only managed to get in Sunday for one event, which wasn't really an event. It was um,
0: the dinner at uh, club, the at the the bayou. bayou.
1: And then I got a phone call about my grandmother, and I was going to leave early, and um, ended up, you know. My wife covered for me for a while. I ended up, I was going to walk over and get somebody a discount with my annual pass and some purchase. And then a cast member, we all know, showed up. He helped him out instead. But I still went over for the pile of poo. They all kind of rode that and killed some time, then, then left. So I really, I didn't bring my camera in for that. And Saturday, when I came back, so I came back, I was there in the morning. Didn't, came back came, in the evening, yes. Didn't bring my camera in the evening. So I didn't take a lot of pictures this time. It was, it was kind of a first for me to, uh, you know, not have uh, just taken a ton of photographs.
0: I didn't have my camera either, so I don't no. feel bad. I took uh, phone pictures and posted them on the social networking
1: sites for those who were not able to attend, but otherwise... Yeah, I, I was going to bring the wife's little point-and-shoot, and I forgot. So, oh well, when you're it happened.
0: I know, when you're rushing out the door, you're dealing with other stuff, it's...
1: You know, it was a lot of last-minute stuff. You know, I had prepared about a week ahead with a bunch of buttons, and then, you know, I uh, none of the buttons were there for PodFest because AJ forgot him in his room because I'd, I'd met him uh, earlier just in case I, I couldn't go to some of these things because of the family issues, and then he forgot. You know, so I just, you know, I'm not blaming him for forgetting. I mean, we all forget things. It just Some things just didn't work out as well as I would like them to have worked out. But I think... The pre-planning, because we did so much planning very, very early, pretty much the schedule I personally think was flawless. I mean, there was no (laughs) flawless. Uh. Well, there was no conflicts with parades. Um, You, if you really wanted to, you could have done everything. If you wanted to, they were scheduled far enough apart yet close enough to where. Uh, you didn't have a lot of downtime, but you had some time to yourself. You could do everything if you want. I mean, it, I think the schedule was done pretty well.
0: Yeah, the the so. only thing that doesn't take into account is whether or not uh, attraction meets are going to have fast pass or not. True, but yeah. the um, for for example, on Sunday, you know, I I was in for like three hours.
1: Yeah, see, so, I didn't do Sunday, so I don't know what the crowds were like. Well, actually, oh my I do.
0: Gosh, it was friggin' nuts on Sunday. When
1: I, when I came in the park, nuts. I, they wouldn't – the APD had the, um, the Mickey and Friends cordoned off. Closed, yes. I so saw I, that when we were leaving. Went over the bridge, thought, okay, we're going to be at Paradise Pier. No. So we head over to Harbor. I'm thinking they're taking us to Garden Walk. No, nope. They put us in the convention center. So then I'm worried, do they take my annual pass at the convention center? Well, they did. And I walked all – because I beat the tra- tram from Timon still to the front gate – Uh, And then I'm thinking, what if they don't let me in? I won't have a hand stamp because I haven't been in yet. And I've been there when they won't let annual pass holders in without a hand stamp because it's too crowded. But I get in, no problems, because I was going to argue, hey, I got 27 seats of AEDRs at uh, um, the Blue Bayou. And then the funny thing, the concierge at the Blue Bayou, his his name tag said Huntington Beach. Oh, (laughs) I'm like, like, oh, good city. He says, where are you from, Huntington Beach? He says, or about uh, right around Golden West, Ohio by the college. He says, so am I. Uh Uh-oh. Was he 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 a neighbor? He lives in my track. (laughs) One one street over. Sweet. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. And they originally were going to set us at three different tables. They managed to put them all together. And and the first girl that helped me says, "Um, you know, they're separate. I said, that's okay, as long as my table's next to the water. (laughs) And she laughed. And then later she called my name. The manager wants to talk to you. And I went up there, and the manager was talking to somebody else, and they walked away. i oh, whatever. Then they finally call her name, all seats together. So wait. that was kind of cool. So they worked that out, and we had a really good server. Food was excellent as usual, and so that that was a good meet. But that's a, all I. So during the day, Sunday, you're saying it was crowded. Oh my gosh!
0: We, my son and I, we showed up at one uh, thirty, Uh like one fifteen, and it took us a half hour to wait in line to show our my parking pass at the toll booth in the parking structure.
1: Okay. Well, it took me. You know, if you consider the time I got off the freeway, because it took me about ten minutes from my house to Disneyland. I was cranking on the freeway. Um got off at uh on the 5 north getting off in Ball, you know, got to go around the backside. So once I got off the freeway, I would say it was a half an hour to 45 minutes before I parked. I was getting kind of miffed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean we we turned onto, you know, that road that takes you into the structure, right? And the cars yeah. were backed up up that hill and around that turn. So when you turned left, you Ouch. saw you saw him sitting there. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> and my son's like, what's wrong? I'm like, we're going to be sitting here for a bit. And you, we, we creep up. And really, it took a half hour to creep up to our thing and get sent to the roof.
1: Wow. You know, you know what's amazing about that is Saturday was such a nice day yes, in the park. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was I, the- I don't know if it was the weather thing. The, the potential rain kept people away Saturday and then they all showed up Sunday instead. But... You know, were the bats just, were, well, the bats. Yeah, I was actually entertained by it. Some of them were, were a little scary. Yeah, yeah. But other, other of them were really cool. And then I found out about a whole nother, like kind of subculture. Is um, it drum buck? There, there's another name, and they don't wear black. They wear the browns and the big buckles. Yeah, the pirate-looking guys. Sort of, yes. Some of them looked, uh, actually comes from Victorian times, and I looked it up on the Internet. Because um, so, some magazine we get at home, uh, I think it's called the Pyramid Collection. They they clothes, bracelets, all kinds of crap, right? And it mentioned one of these. And then my wife was telling me that, oh, yeah, there's a whole new writing style. or not writing style, but a lot of people are writing in the style of this um, genre. And it comes from the – think of um, – in fact, it was described to me by one of the guys in the group, Doug, I believe, they, um, uh, in our group. You know, Doug. Blue,
0: right? blue Bear, yeah.
1: Yeah, I believe he was the one that told me his wife's really into the – she likes the goth stuff. And knew about – he told me what these other people were that were dressed in browns and whites and stuff. And he said, think of Paris Disneyland Tomorrowland. That would be considered that style because it's kind of oh, Jules Vernish. Vernish.
0: Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, Jules Vernish, okay. Jules Vernish Victorian, but it's not called that. It's like I can't think of the name right now. That's ah, uh, not a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, thanks a lot. appreciate it. Um, but whatever. You know, it, it was it was good times, but I was afraid I wasn't going to get in. But some of the bats, though, they had some really cool um, Mickey hats. Did you see those? That They looked like little bat ears instead of the Mickey ears? No, no. I, oh, it was really cool. I just,
0: you know, I was getting the questions. Why are they dressed like that?
1: <laughs> well, from, from from the kid? Yeah.
0: Well, you know, some people just like to
1: dress up. <laughs> hey, you look know, over there. Hey, we're gonna... <laughs> you know, it's funny. um because there was probably a time when Disney would have not let those part- people in. Yeah, but you know, they were um, behaved. Uh, when I walked by uh, the mansion, I, I they must have been a mansion meet because I couldn't see anybody that wasn't goth.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: crap! I mean, this whole place is full of it right now. It, it was. Um, I was kind of cool in a way. Yeah. I mean. Uh, there were some scary looking ones there. There was one I would have called like a uh, goth Mary Poppins. <laughs> it, it was a pretty um, ornate costume. Uh, or I maybe mean, that, you know, it's like I don't consider a, um, a kilt a costume. So they might not consider their their dress a costume either. But it was kind of cool. You know, it was kind of frilly. It was uh, interesting. But there was, some, dark, yeah. Yeah, there was some dark. Yeah, there were some scary type. Um, not as many with the, the makeup as I thought. You know, a lot of it had. Yeah, it was just
0: costuming. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I found it interesting. So, oh, here it is. It's called, okay. I, I looked up Pyramid Collection magazine online so I could find it because it's driving me crazy. I couldn't remember the uh, name. Steampunk. Oh, Steampunk. Yeah, okay. So, you know what Steampunk is? Yes, it's, I know. It's ba- yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's based on a, a time period where everything is run by Steam. yeah so there's a there's a whole genre of people who i guess it would be like a renaissance fair type you know collection of people and who gather and steampunk and there's there's a whole literature series on steampunk now and all that did so. you see okay and if I could get into anything i probably would this steampunk's actually pretty cool some of the some some of the outfits you know have
0: you there's there's a guy out there who does uh um, does all the star wars uh people in the steampunk style that's really <laughs> oh, yeah. cool looking yeah
1: that that might be interesting did, to see did you see
0: now? I, I take it you saw Star Trek on? Oh yeah, to,
1: uh, I've seen I've seen it twice. I'm actually going to go see it tomorrow. Uh,
0: Again, I I've seen it once. Uh, managed to snag a digital projection theater, so it was nice and crisp and clear. But where I was going was one of the previews was for uh, a a Tim Burton uh, computer animation movie oh, called wait, it,
1: Nine. It, it, it's- it's not I believe if you look real close, I think that's a Tim Burton produced but okay. not – right, all right,
0: not directed, but it is but yeah, but it's called nine, and it all looks like steampunk crap,
1: yeah yeah, yeah. i I do believe i I saw that okay so yeah, I saw the Star Trek here at Bellaterra. I was um very very uh impressed with the you know it was in the big theater and all that i I went on Saturday morning, I could have went Friday opening day because you know I'm laid off. <laughs> but the, the wife wanted to see it, so we went uh, the morning Saturday, and then we went again yesterday in the early afternoon. Tomorrow, we're going to go to the Big Newport. Have you seen it in IMAX yet? I have not. Uh, the guy I had lunch with today saw it in IMAX said he was sitting a little too close. You know, I, I'm debating the on wanting to see it on IMAX, but to see it on the Big Newport? It's uh, not the same. Do you really need to see it in IMAX? After seeing it on the big Newport,
0: I, 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 it's not the same because you know IMAX is the bigger format. The big Newport's still going to be thirty-five mil, right?
1: Yeah, but you got to remember the thing. Well, I don't know if it was it was filmed digitally or on film. It's still only filmed. Oh, very few films have ever been filmed in seventy-two millimeter. They're, right they're exactly. usually up generated in, in the printing process. Yes, yes. Okay, so we you know we can get it all purist and all that, but the big Newport other than IMAX, which is a special format, is still the largest screen inside of the Mississippi. It's huge.
0: Yes, I know. I remember we saw episode one there.
1: We've seen quite <laughs> a few things there, <laughs> yes. right? It almost wraps around you. I mean, it's almost circular. Well, it's just huge. It's
0: old school, too, because it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's non-stadium-style seating. It's the well, gentle it's not slope. it's non-stadium, but, yeah, it's... Well, yeah, it's the gentle for it,
1: It's a gentle slope, but it's still... I think it seats more than most of the... Uh, oh, yeah large theaters we have it's, around here that are stadium. There's enough of a slope where if you sit in the right area, you, you won't have a head in front of you. I,
0: I, I think you know? that theater holds 2,000 people at least. I think it's 2,700. Okay, see? That was, a, that was a swag guess. and It's freaking t-
1: big. You know?
0: so, Alright, so you're going to go see the big new part because that, that movie was, was
1: freaking awesome. You know, I can't say that I have seen, you know, to be honest, I think the only IMAX film I've truly seen was at Great America about the space shuttle. I don't think I've seen a film in IMAX. The last movie I saw IMAX was 300. Wow. That, that. seems like an interest. Now, did you hear, okay, I, I'm really jazzed that the Star Trek is was as good as it was. I, I had my reservations because I heard about all these, well, this is different timeline. What, the, you know, what are they doing to my, my tried and true show here, you know? And they pulled it off pretty cool. Well, they explained it all, and there's a good explanation why things are different. I was cool with that; I was all right with that. Um, but I don't know. It was it was um, it broke the Black Knight's opening weekend in IMAX. Really? Okay. I liked X Men. I think it's probably the best X Men of the X Men. Oh, there was a couple cheesy effects here and there. It's very good. It made twenty four million, I think, over the weekend. Star Trek, I mean, of total now it's only made twenty four million. I think Star Trek made seventy six million dollars. Yeah, it's it's smashing. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's.
0: Now, now, now it's all said and done. Here you're talking about going a third time. Tell me, can you like not wait for them, what they're doing next with it?
1: Um, I, I, I'm I'm jazzed where the, they go with it. The funny thing was, I was talking to. Him couple of kids in my class the other night. I said, oh, have you seen it? No, one had, one hadn't. I said, you know what? I think this puts Star Trek back on the heap that it's a better, it's better than Star Wars. And considering, you know, the last three Star Wars that were made, though I enjoyed them, they weren't quite what I expected based on the first three. This Star Trek, I think, should make the Trekkies happy, should make those who I've never been interested in Star Trek Happy. My daughter, who'd never watched Star Trek with me, loved it. She wants to go back. I'm going to take her to the big Newport uh, tomorrow with me to see it. Uh, she can't wait to see it again. Now, granted, there's some people in there. She likes the, the guy that plays uh, uh, Spock. you know, The wife likes the one that plays Bones. Oh, who, he was I understand boring. it was, was a um, writer of Rohan in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, I just think, you know what's funny is I don't hear that much about uh, Kirk's character as I'm hearing about Bones and Spock and Uhura I mean, and other people. Okay, you
0: know, here's the funny thing is that, you know, the Bones part was really not that big, right? He was he was comic relief at the beginning. Well, not at the beginning, call it the first third. Sure, sure. He was comic relief, but after that he was fairly non-existent, right?
1: Well, he had he had moments there. And, and the two times I've seen it, I've caught a couple of different things. There's a point in Sick Bay when he calls for a nurse chapel. I missed that the first oh, time. Oh, okay. Nice. And he, you, I don't think you ever see her, but if a guy, he looks enough like him. <laughs> he I sounds enough like he, him. A little, little heavier in the face. <laughs> but had, like- the yes. down, had the mannerisms down, had the quips down, had everything yeah. down. Uh, but they set you up with the whole Yahurra thing. Uh, Kirk thing. I'm sorry, those, the, the trailers set you up not for a fall, but for a surprise. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> oh, <what>? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm like, wow. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of cool. <laughs> now, I don't know if she's done anything else other than I know her from the terminal. Now, here's the funny thing about the terminal. Um, have you seen the terminal? Yes, yes. Okay. She is the person with Homeland Security or whoever who's, you know, stamping the passports or the visas and keep sending them back. Yeah. Right. And he starts to try to find out stuff for her for the guy that's in love with her, right? Yeah. Well, you know, do you like the movies? No. Well, I I like to go to conventions. Well, what kind of conventions? You find out she's a Trekkie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She shows up in a Star Trek movie. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. And uh, according to the kids who have been following these actors i guess the guy that that plays spock is on uh heroes, heroes. And he's uh-huh. a real jerk a really evil guy i guess um, well he's starting to turn i guess
0: but okay. yeah at the beginning I, I was, he was the I, the bad guy he was the boogeyman right
1: okay from what i understand none of these actors are star trek fans have ever watched star trek um
0: yeah to them it's just a job right
1: <laughs> well i i think they'll realize like the next generation crew did a lot of them weren't trekkies either had never really thought about Star Trek it will change your life. You know, if, if you know, it, it potentially is long lasting. Um, but what I was going to say when I was talking to the kids at school I went I was talking about JJ J. Abrams. I said you know he's the golden boy. He's really only done one that's really considered a big flop which is that um, kind of sci-fi uh Cloverfield? Cloverfield's considered a flop I'd say. Uh, I haven't seen it personally. My 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 daughter liked it. I haven't seen it either understand. You know, you think this whole uh, you know invasion thing—it's really about these two people, and that that the world has fallen apart is kind of secondary. But the story is more around these two individuals, I guess. I haven't seen it. And maybe now I got Netflix, so I should pull it up and see that. And by the way, if you too would like a free trial of Netflix,
0: <laughs> go to Imagine My Way. That's right. Go to on the link. My, that's right. Uh, I'm
1: actually—I watched Xanadu today. Oh my um, god. <laughs> Oh my God! Is that a dated movie? Yeah, but uh, the movie's oh, almost God, thirty years old. Olivia Newton-John looks so hot in that movie. I'm sorry. Oh. Anyways, uh, moving on to start back to so, Star Trek. It was just everything was done so well. You know, they they held true to the basic design of the exterior of the ship, but I liked the way they treated the interior because, other than the bridge, which was very, well, you know, it was a mixture of futuristic, but then I saw, I saw modern day aircraft carrier submarines you know where they've got the glass you know panels that you might write on and uh-huh. stuff like that and you know the the way the the phasers kind of came out and were almost like uh, turrets and stuff
0: yeah yeah they they had they like fired bullets or something right yes yeah.
1: and then the interiors like you when you when scotty you know sort of missed the mark yeah if you will. gosh that
0: was hilarious um
1: and then the other parts when he's engineering, it look. I mean, it literally looked like they could have went to Long Beach, in any one of those uh, oil industry areas, and filmed in one of those buildings. But with it all gave the you, with all the pipes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But it gave you a more. Yeah, I mean, in the in, in the Star Trek we grew up with, though I loved it. You you're looking at things, and it's a bunch of buttons and lights and this big core, but it, it didn't really make much sense to you. You're accepting that this is some futuristic technology. In this one, because it's really, what was it, 20? Was it 22 20, 22 or t- something? So it's a couple hundred years in advance. But if you look the way our space program's gone 40 years, what well, we went from going to the moon to just circling around the planet. So, uh, you know, if we go on our timeline time of how things are progressing, we're not seeing much of a progression. So it gave you some kind of grounding, I think, that you could look at it and not feel like it was so sci fi and so out of reach. I, I don't know. You, and I,
0: it took me out. When I saw, you know, they're in the engineering section and it's all pipes and and, um, it looked like a power plant for, you know, an earthbound power plant. Or, yeah, it did. It did. You but know,
1: I don't know. For some it, reason, it grounded me into the ship a little more. But I don't no,
0: know. no. See, so it took me out of the ship. I said, "This doesn't look like a ship. It looks like it, it looks like a building that I've could have walked through already at some point but, in my life." But
1: think yeah. about it. you've been on you've been on ships. You've served. Obviously, yes. you didn't mind where your head went. So you know you you you've been around the ships and stuff. When when he was looking for you, heard her that one time. Of course, she's not on the bridge yet. She's not a bridge officer. She's like in a a, a bank of. Yeah, How people working, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was like
0: barrels or something that uh, they're like stuff stuffed in a corner.
1: Yeah, but isn't uh, I don't know, like when I was in the air force, a little different. We're not, you know, even on a, an airplane, you go on a uh, like an AWACS or something. There's like a bank of guys working over in the, you know. Sure. And, and there's there's a command, you know, they're up in the command area, and then there's these rows of people working. And so I kind of found even on the bridge, you notice there was like sometimes two people deep doing stuff where you know in the original series you've got this select group you know this five people that your life evolves (laughs) around but now you've got depth to the whole thing you see oh wow there's you know it's not just communication on the bridge there's there's the support down in the bowels of the ship yes yes see that that detail
0: is cool i'm just saying i think they could have done something different with their engineering spaces and
1: and, you know maybe it will change as because that character had a an important part, but a minor part overall, and the in- engineering section just had really kind of two quick scenes, right? We, it wasn't developed as much as other areas of the ship. Supposedly uh, uh, Scotty's boy,
0: the actor, right? Uh, come on, why am I drawing a blank? Patrick Dewan? Yes. His boy plays some engineering
1: pose Oh, it's, it's somewhere in there? Oh, that's yeah, yeah. cool. I, I didn't know that. Um, but uh, I, the, the one thing that kind of threw me with the bridge is you're used to the. Well, I guess it did only in one place. You're used to the, the uh, turbo lift opening right to the bridge. And I guess one of the doors that opened was the turbo lift right to the bridge. The other door that opened was to a corridor. It was like two doors and there it's was a, a corridor.
0: It's an airlock on it. I just thought the bridge was uh, shallower than we were used to
1: yeah yeah it seemed wider and shallower and yeah, shallower, and yeah. for a minute when they they panned away once I almost made it it almost made it seem like the bridge was on the bottom, not the top yeah but, but, you know the,
0: they were playing a trick on the ship, yeah on, like, there's a couple of times
1: yeah. when they're rotating, but didn't you think about it would it it would be less vulnerable if it was on the bottom because we think two dimensionally yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't think <laughs> um but i I don't know there was little um there was a little bit of shout outs to oh, all kinds of shout outs to, to Star Trek series that have almost become forgotten already, Enterprise. Uh, I thought oh, yeah. Enterprise Ar- was just getting its legs when they canceled it. Ar- and they mentioned about Archer's Arches dog. Archer's Beagle, Admiral Archer's Beagle, like this. Yeah. yeah, whatever happened to that dog? <laughs> that Enterprise was the last series I expected to get a reference to. Now, I had also, before I did, before I saw the movie, there were four um, comics, graphic novels, comics, whatever, that were released for the iPhone. I'm sure they were released other places so i got to read kind of the um pre to the backstory to the movie spock's in it uh of course data uh wharf i mean the whole next generation crew's in it uh for some portion of it and it was kind of interesting this a little slight change with the the how um the Romulan knows Spock. Okay. Uh, minor, a, m- a very minor, minor, um, distinction there. Uh, Spock knew him far. Uh, f- uh, I don't want to say intimately, but he was working with him. You know, they make it sound more, Nero makes it sound more like he knew he was a guy that failed versus I've been working with them and he failed. Okay. okay. So it wasn't uh, so much of a, he really had a vengeance against the whole Vulcan people, not just Spock, but, um, and i found a few other might i thought when they put him on that ice planet and he says i my my punishment was here to watch my planet you know be destroyed if you were that close to a singularity don't you think yeah, that I would go would, to yeah, yeah. but uh, you know it's you have to you know suspend a little bit of belief uh, but uh, overall i think the movie was close to flawless i mean it was there was never really a down point it kept moving but not so fast you couldn't keep up um I just the visuals. I thought were were great. I, oh, I yeah. really it, enjoyed the movie.
0: Yeah, so did I. I walked out of there thinking I'll have to see it again while it's still out no, in general yeah. release. And uh,
1: I haven't seen a movie this many times in the theater. I don't think. <laughs> I think Star Trek. Four. Yeah, I was going to guess four. <laughs> I, I think I saw that one eight or nine times in the theater. Now, The Wife, on the other hand... I'll oh, actually take that back. I may have seen Titanic twice.
0: Oh!
1: Okay, get this. That's painful. Oh, Karen saw it... What? S- maybe six times Titanic in the theater. in yeah. theater. Oh. She loved that. And I said, do you realize how many hours of your life are gone? <laughs> okay. Uh Ouch. I enjoyed the movie more so from... As soon as they hit the iceberg, because from there, it was real time. Really? The depict, yeah, the, the depiction of the sinking of the Titanic was real time from the time they hit the iceberg.
0: Ah, I didn't know that all, detail. You know,
1: all that before, fine. You know, if you like to crappy or not, I actually think he's a very fine actor, not getting his due. And he's come a long ways over the years. But, uh, you know, hey, you got to see What's-Her-Name-Boobies and, you know. <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. a treat. Yeah, hey, well, you know, it's, I guess it's better than nothing, right? Yeah. But uh, uh, some of the people in the movie look like the real, like the captain looks a lot like the actual captain. I mean they they did some they did a pretty good job, I think, from the point of hitting the you know, the iceberg, all the stuff beforehand, all the love story. Yeah, you know, guys, we no care cares, less yeah. About that yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a long movie, but it was done pretty well. But hey, now, if you go see X Men, stay uh, all the way to the end of the credits. Don't leave early. I mean, all the way to the end. Now, Star Trek. It doesn't matter once they stop doing the little planet scenes. There's yeah. nothing.
0: Well, that which is the credits, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, there wasn't anything in the beginning, was there? No. Um. Now, how? Now, Richards always made this point about uh, Lucas. And remember, Lucas never directed another Star Wars film after the first one when he didn't put any credits up, and supposedly he took a beating from the Directors Guild because that's you know like a a law or a written they rule. They do it yeah, now all moment. the time. It seems like they do it more and more and more. In fact, what was the one lethal weapon where the, the movie just started and it, the credits were kind of, uh, you know, part of the the whole beginning of the, the movie? The second one, wasn't it? Uh, was it the second one with the the rush kind of no the South African guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the second one because
0: uh, what what's he, his face had the looked, new station wagon, right?
1: Yeah, uh, I just want to see if I'm standing on plastic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, the, the this movie started with you know the the title star trek and
1: that was it yeah yeah that's why that's right because i in fact i love that 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 sequence of music right there Uh, yeah i downloaded it yesterday um very very good score it was kind of you know they separated literally i mean berman all those guys are gone this literally was a total restart i mean they even went off the reservation for scoring everything oh what i was gonna say we i went now this is the third time. Back to the kids at school. So we were talking about J.J. Abrams being. I said he was kind of a golden boy, except for you know one not so successful. But it's a, a look at the series he's done: Fringe, Lost, Felicity. These have all been successful series. I think he did Alias too. Yes. Uh, and then I looked, found that he's got a long list of writing credentials prior to directing, and he went went, went by Jeffrey Abrams at that time, not J.J. And he also has um, scoring credits, music. Uh, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know. Uh, but they already have on the I, 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 IMDb, IMDb uh. list that 2011 Star Trek, the next one. Oh. Pre, pre, pre-production or pre... It's assumed they're making another one, Two I guess.
0: years. That's a long wait.
1: <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, they, literally, we could have another 20 years of Star Trek again. They just totally restarted
0: screw it bring it back to television
1: you know oh, oh what was it if I, I can, was reading if he could some, do
0: Lost he can do Star Trek for TV again
1: they could um, I was I want to say maybe it was um, you know there's been a lot of things cancelled some stuff's being brought back like Pushing Daisy's cancelled now it's brought back You that may actually go to the big screen believe it or not and they were, they were, okay. uh, and TV guide, they were. I go to my grandmother sometimes, she got the big print TV guide, so, you know, I read through it. Because it's easy on your eyes, right? It's just, no, it's sometimes, she doesn't talk a lot. She's 97. She just enjoys that you're there and, and she can't hear real well. So sometimes it's just you sit with her, watch a movie or TV. So I'm flipped through the book. Okay. So I'm, you know, catch up on a lot of, you know, dance through the stars. I don't give a crap. But hey, some of these girls look good looking. You oh, know? yeah. You know, flip. <laughs> and the- yeah. Some blonde, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Weeks, yeah. Some blonde, yeah. Wow, (laughs) she's in her. She's an acrobat. Um, so I catch up on these little tidbits, you know, of what's being canceled. Terminator, Sarah Connor's Chronicles, probably going to be canceled. All this, you know, this list. That's that show started out good, but. Karen loves it. I I don't. I watch it. I I watch the first season, and eh. yeah, it's kind of same way with me. Lost lost interest. but I was surprised at some of these that they thought might go to the big screen. And I, I'm pretty sure it was uh, the Daisy one. I'm like, I I found that show quirky, but I didn't care if it went off the air. You know, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, but anyways. So moving on. Uh, yeah, I, we, uh, if you can't tell, we highly recommend yeah, go, go see, see Star, Star Trek. Trek. <laughs> Even if you're not a Trekkie. Like I saw Lou Post. I've never seen any Star Trek films. But Start then again... Now. Lou likes Babel, which has to be one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and he likes it. What? Babel? He loves Babel. You've seen Babel, right? No. You haven't seen Babel. Uh, Brad Pitt. um, It's kind of like, what was that other movie? There's like four different stories going on, and at some point they all converge. You know, there's points in each story that have meaning to the other story. Okay. Okay. The only good thing to me at the end was the illegal alien <laughs> didn't get back in the country. <laughs> well, actually, she got back in the country, but she was arrested and deported without going to get her stuff. That was great. Uh, <laughs> and that got a lot of cheers in the theater. But Sweet. there were there were other things that we, I as a movie goer, don't want to see some Afghani eight-year-old peeping through a hole, cranking as you-know-what looking at what I think was his sister. They never made that real clear. If it was, you know, a family friend, somebody they'd taken in, or it was his sister. Okay. I don't need to see that. That's what porn's for. Um, <laughs> okay. There's a whole Japanese sub-story, and there's a girl, there's a Japanese girl who's barely developed. Again, we're getting to see naked stuff that usually is reserved for porn movies. Um, don't need to see this stuff. Just... A horrible movie. Some good actors. Um, Brad Pitt was good in his part. But uh, the movie was, I just thought, horrendous and horrible. And I think it was up for Oscars. I mean, those are the kind of movies that get Oscars. You know, Star Trek will probably get, uh, you know, a shout out for either score, Sound. Or some te- Sound,
0: technical, technical yeah. thing.
1: The actors be- will all be overlooked. The movie will be overlooked. Who knows? This one is actually getting critical acclaim. Most of the Star Trek movies in the past, you know, Multibon's got some pretty good reviews the whale movie got some pretty good reviews the other ones they're they're considered fan movies you know they they satisfied their fan base for the most part you don't get a lot of critical acclaim this movie is getting critical acclaim i mean it's it's just all around is it's it's good i I forgot some guy was filling for rush the other day and he went to some website that like rates all movies and it was getting like an 80. He says, "Oh, before you say that, let's look at what other movies have been out recently and what their scores are. They're all like in 60s, so it's very hard to get anything above like an 80 or 90 on this site. I forgot what it was called, um, but he was talking about how good it was doing, and you know, it's made a ton of money already, and I think it will continue to make uh, some money." So, yeah. I, 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 I think it's, it, uh, and this is a good holiday season. I can't wait for Angels and Demons. I mean, that's that's next uh, this Friday. I guess I'll go see that if I'm still out of work. Uh, so, okay. Uh, and I love the story. I think this was the, better than the Da Vinci Code as far as the books go. Yeah, a much it, was, better story. it was better story. We'll but see how same, the movie
0: goes. Same friggin' formula though.
1: You know, I I know you have something against his Dan Brown's formula driven books,
0: no, but no, I don't have something know. against it. I read I read Da Vinci Code and enjoyed it. Read Angels and Demons and go, hey, this is fun. this is better than the last one, but something's familiar. Read you know, uh, read the one about the 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 meteor they found in the in the Arctic, right? I'm like, wait a second, this is exactly like Da Vinci Code. And then I read the one about the computer at NSA, and I'm like. Holy crap, this is the same friggin'
1: plot that he's applied to all four friggin' books. Okay, and the Dime Store novels uh, that use 007 didn't have, you know, very similar plots. See, we've got a good guy, we've got a bad guy. Oh, got no, Sector. you can't
0: boil it down like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> sure you can. No, no, because the plot you see was... how big a 007 novel is? It's literally yeah, I, have, it's less I have than some. an inch thick. I have it's, some. I have some yeah.
0: of the original. I have Dr. No, I have... Uh, uh Man with the Golden what, uh, Gun. I have some of these books, but um the Dan Brown novels, I mean, come on, the plot is the bad guy is whoever's running the friggin' show. I mean by the time I read the the last one with the computer at NSA, I'm thinking, okay, I think the bad guy is that guy, even though he's and, doing his and, best to make you think it's the other and, dude and, and that other dude. In all
1: James Bond novels or movies. You know who the bad guy is at the beginning. The bad guy always has a chance to kill James. But no, we will make some contraption of torture <laughs> yes. that will kill him eventually, and we leave, and oh, oh my God, he escapes. That's oh. why I love, loved about Austin Powers. You know, uh, that Sean, what's his name, uh, that little little Irish kid that uh, plays his son, says, why don't you just kill him? <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, that's not how we do things. No, but the, the Daniel Craig James <laughs> Bonds, though, they got away from that. He doesn't well. Get- didn't leave. He didn't. He got the crap beat out of him, but so did Casino Royale. The book. He got the crap beat out of him, and in all likelihood, he should have been killed. But some circumstance, uh, you know. Ah, all right. Well, look at look at Kirk in this movie. Did Kirk oh, not get his ass kicked? How, how many every time times turn
0: around? I I said to my brother-in-law on the way How many times is
1: he going to get choked to near death? Well, and how every mean- time he, someone else saved him. He never once saved – well, yes, he did when he jumped out of the car. Every other time, someone (laughs) else stopped him from getting injured further. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's not a great leader, but his fighting skills have uh, diminished a little bit. Well,
0: they'll they'll probably hone over the next –
1: uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, P- Picard wasn't known wasn't known for being a physical guy to the movies when they started to make him a little more action hero like and take things into his own hands. In the series, he mm-hmm. was the thinker, and he left you know. it to
0: number one to do the
1: yeah. Let, 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 let other people do the heavy lifting. I'm you know I'm French. I don't do that. <laughs> uh. Okay. Uh. So uh, yeah, go see Star Trek. We liked it. There you go. Oh, so hey, have you seen the new Peter? What is it? Peter Jackson's uh, production. It's not. He's not directing. Called District Nine. Have you seen the previews for that? District Nine. Yeah. No. It, when you start to see the preview, the trailer, you will think it's going to be a documentary. They're talking. They look like it's you know in some warm, torn area, and you'll say, oh, you know we don't. We don't like those people here. I wish, you know, they make me feel uncomfortable. Then they go to somebody else. God, I wish I would take move those people along. And they keep going on. You see, and wait, now those look like the people who should be in charge. You know, they kind of take all these different peoples from um, different, uh, say, social spectrums, right? So, okay, wait, what, what can this be now? First, it looked like it was people with money, maybe, who don't like the riffraff. Or the, the refugees. Now it looks like the refugees who don't like somebody. Okay. It ends up the refugees are aliens. And there's there's huge alien ship just hovering over this portion of Earth.
0: So and like they, so like visitors or V.
1: I was thinking alien nation. Oh alienation, or, yeah, that was alien. the other one. Um, but then they go and they're like interviewing this this uh, alien asking him, you know, like, w- how do your weapons work? And they've got the face blurred out, but he's obviously an insect. <laughs> looks, like large, looks like a large insect. Um, but it it looks intriguing. It looks interesting. Um, so I don't know. I, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, what, it's another documentary about, you know, refugees somewhere, some, you know, war-torn area, you know, probably another Michael Moore film. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> Uh, Did you ever go see the American Carol, or rent it? No. Oh, you gotta see that movie. It's it's the anti-leftist movie. You know, it's made by one of the Zucker brothers, who's who's a conservative, and it's done based off like the Christmas Carol, and you got some big time conservatives in it: uh, John Voight, uh, Leslie Nielsen, and um, uh, some others, and Chris Farley. Farley's brother plays. Uh, Michael Moore. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it's a riot! Uh, Typical Zucker, you know, airplane type stuff, but with a serious undertone of, uh, you know, where where, where pacifism has got us. And oh, I know the uh, the guy that plays Patton, uh, Kelsey Grammer. Is Patton? Oh my God, there's some funny stuff. Okay,
0: I remember seeing that trailer that uh, with Kelsey Grammer as Patton.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, okay. uh, yeah. It's it's funny. It starts off in Cuba um, with healthcare. Uh, it's really funny stuff. But anyways, all right, uh, well, you, you, I'll you check enjoy. it. That's a must rent. It and, really is.
0: And then when we're done recording this, I'll I'm gonna zoom and watch the trailer for District Nine.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You do strictly
0: that strictly based on your recommendation.
1: Okay, I it's you know I I like Peter Jackson. I I had heard he was working on The Hobbit. So when this came up. Um, I found it interesting, but the rumor about him and the Hobbit is like a lot of rumors. Everybody knows the rumor, but nobody can find anything to no confirm it. 80. Okay, yeah. All right, so, so okay, so, so is, to, is movie what, time is movie time over? I think movie time could, time's could we get over. back get back to Disney. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go back. Uh, remember Pluto Region Nine, Region One. I'm Pluto, sorry, Region. Pluto, yes, Pluto Region One. Sorry, she sent me two fairly long emails, uh, so I'll I'll try not to. Um, I don't want to say bore because that would be the wrong word that might that might uh, insult her. Not, But she said, you know, we talked about the Japanese deer park, I guess, a while ago, right? Yeah, a long time ago. So she had a response. She actually had two responses, and she sent us um, a bunch of PDFs of old clippings and stuff like that. So I'll, the first one is shorter, so I'll, I'll read that one. And, um, you know, if anybody else wants to know a little more about uh, that then, I guess we could get some information to those those well, people.
0: Maybe we should. Uh, maybe I can put these PDFs with the show notes.
1: Hey, that's a great idea. Since you're running the website, that'd be good for you to do. So, okay. It says, <laughs> Thanks it says, for that. You're welcome, Greg. I don't know if you remember me, but I did. Uh, but I'm Pluto Region 1, a longtime listener of MiceCast and IMW and contributing writer for UltimateDisney.com. So if you've never been there, please go check that out. We met in person at Disneyland several years ago on Tom Sawyer's Island. That is very true. She, She's like, are you? rang I'm like, who is this? You know, I okay. heard this kind of behind me. Um, it's kind of odd. It's the first time i I think someone's just noticed me in the park. So that that was kind of a weird thing at first. But she's very nice. Um, I'm behind on the podcast these days, so I'm on two thirteen oh nine podcast where you guys mentioned some of the old amusement parks like Bush Gardens in the um, in the San Fernando Valley. Oh, thank you, because I was going wait San Fernando. Okay, in the San Fernando Valley. Sorry, and also Japanese Deer Park. I remember being taken to both of those places when I was a kid. Bush Gardens was so fun. I thought it was too. Did you ever do that one? Yes, I don't remember yes Because right yes. uh, that would have been really close to where you lived, right? Correct. I loved Japanese Deer Park too. Anyways, or um yeah, anyways, last summer while I was doing some research at downtown LA Library, I decided to see if I could dig up any info on what the Japanese about the Japanese Deer Park, what happened to it. So here are the two most informative articles. And she says, very sad. Basically, the articles are saying that there was some disease. They basically offed most of the oh, deer. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hope Richard is surviving the cutbacks at Disneyland. I, I really worry for him since he's a longtime employee. And they seem to be targeting old timers and mid-rangers. Uh, mid- mid- my or Mid-managers, mid-managers okay. Thanks for following along. Uh, my husband escaped the mass layoffs in February at Disney ABC Television Division and the next quarterly report comes out May 5th. Obviously we all hoped we won't see any more layoffs but who knows. I'm planning to make it to Westfest at least on Sunday. Saturday. I missed her. Saturday. Crap, I'm not reading very well. Um,
0: you need a uh, refund on that Lasik, dude.
1: Well, you know so I'm this is looking perfect. I'm just you know I'm, I know. I'm just kidding. I some know. Care. I'm reading too far ahead and just making up my own mind because <laughs> uh, I'm thinking I was there all day Saturday and I didn't see her and somebody – well, no. no, I wasn't there all day Saturday. Um, somebody told me they did see her and, and talk to her, so I don't I, – I missed it. She was but at yeah. the photo meet. I saw her there. Oh, see, I missed midday stuff because I was back with my grandmother. Okay, uh, so I popped open one of these um, PDFs real quick. 177 deer destroyed at Japanese Village. Animals killed after showing reactions to tuberculosis test. Lethal injections were administered Tuesday to 177 of the 320 deer at Japanese village in Buena Park because they showed signs of tuberculosis. Wow. Yeah. um, They were destroyed as humanely as possible. This is a shock to me, but we were instructed to put the deer to sleep because some of them were showing a positive. Get that. Some. Some of them were showing a positive reaction to tuberculosis. Um, so, yeah, wow. That's that's quite a thing. Did you, you know? see who owned the park there? Uh, see, I'm third, on... Third paragraph.
0: This, Ned DeWitt, president of Six Flags, Inc., which owns the oh, park, yeah, yeah. said the diseased oh, animals were destroyed on orders from the State Bureau of Animal Health.
1: I skipped over that part. Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, well, here's Six Flags said in closing announcement last week, wildlife would be properly cared for at the park until new homes could be found uh, on someone's dinner table. Oh, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if all you had to do is call a few homeboys, or not homeboys, but uh, good old boys up, and they would have had um, some good times. But, yeah. Oh, new lease on life on the other one. uh, It's just a picture. Uh, Health. Actually, there's a little... Company an article. Healthy deer at Japanese Village in Buena Park may get a home at Lion Country Safari as <laughs> deer at uh, Lion Food. As <laughs> oh, Lion Food? <laughs> <laughs> it says uh, 141 <laughs> still alive Japanese Village deer offered home at Lion Country Safari. <laughs> oh, God. Would, you know, I don't want to laugh, but it almost seems like that could happen, you know. Oh, did they get in the wrong paddock? Oh, too bad. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, so it was another article, and uh, all right. Yeah, these, I, these I'll put. These are PDFs, so very oh, yeah. Easy. Put them on the website, and I, I won't read the other email. Is much much longer. Let's just see if I can pair paraphr- for. Actually, you know, it's not much longer. There's it's partly because I responded to her first one. Uh, see, glad you enjoyed the articles. at Uh, after I sent that. I remembered this one might also interest you. It's a listing of the things to do that would appear in the calendar section from those days. This is dated June 1967. I had not yet moved to Huntington at that time so we're still in Hawthorne. Uh, In fact, I'm only uh, (laughs) what four years old at that time. Oh my gosh. uh, (laughs) Scroll to page 8 to see the listing for Deer Park, Marineland, Disneyland, and also Briggs Automobile Museum.
0: The Happiest Millionaire was playing (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> was this the one you were thinking of? And that is the the yes, the Briggs Automobile Museum is what i was thinking of. It was in Costa Mesa. Well, actually the, I I've seen the one in Costa Mesa and there used to also be like uh what's it? Hollywood Land of the Hollywood Stars or something like that. They had they had another kind of museum with cars and stuff up by uh um where the where we ended up bowling and your car got stolen.
0: Yeah, the Sierra. Oh, not Sierra.
1: Yeah, um well, oh, it's gone now. It's a Tarjay. Yeah, yeah. Now. Uh, See, I really enjoyed listening to you read that article about park maintenance maintenance in the old Disney News magazine. I remember for some reason back in the late 70s seeing an article on Disneyland maintenance in the L.A. Times. Maybe you recall this. No, but thanks for asking. (laughs) It's basically covered the same information you were reading about the army of people that would come out at night and the gardeners and how no dead flower would be seen in the park. It really made a huge impression on me and I clipped it and saved it. However, unfortunately the article has not survived my many moves from LA county to OC and then back to LA. Maybe the next time I get to downtown to the library I can find that LA Times historical. I can find it in the LA Times historical. Believe it or not, people like me never get tired of hearing you guys talk about stuff like that or the situations you would come up against on your patrols in the park. Speaking of which, <laughs> Late last night after listening to the podcast, I found myself on Amazon.com looking at a book about Disneyland by Kevin Yee. Okay, hmm. sorry sorry about that. Um, see, they were all see, they were all the sad reviews of his books. He should not quit his day job. That's Uh-oh. funny. Uh, too bad, I think he already has. Yeah, yeah. The, review, <laughs> the, the reviews are quite amusing, and you should check them out. There are former disenchanted cast members defending his book because they appreciate his soured view on working on as a frontline cast member. And then there are the Disney fans who basically think the guy's a bore and or has an ax to grind. Yes. I think you could make a whole episode of trying to debunk this stuff. He talks about in his book in your upcoming mouse buster segment. Uh, I'm, you know, what I don't want to do is feed his pocket, but I do know of somebody who wants me to look at his book and is going to give me one that he's already read with, Comments in the, you huh. know, on the side, so I can read it and see what I uh, what I think. There's another fellow making a living writing inside stories about Disneyland and even Walt Disney World. I think they are called Mouse Tales. Yes, that that is true. If I remember correctly, I know the guy that did the art the artwork for the first From, two of those.
0: Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. this guy. He talks more about cast members hooking up and crap like that.
1: Yeah, that's uh, Walter Coning. Yeah, uh, um, there was probably a what's that?
0: Mouse Tells is Walter Coening, then I'm thinking of the wrong thing then.
1: Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure that Mouse tells David Cohen, by the way. Walter David, Co David.
0: Walter Coding is yeah, Chekhov. You're, right,
1: you're <laughs> right. You know the funny thing about that is Brian McDaniel, uh, Walt Disney World the Full Report, was saying that um uh David was selling a ton of books when uh they was here. They were they sat together at the Mega Mouse meet you know and um trying to sell his books too. He said that people are just buying their crap up. They like all the sword stories and all that stuff, I guess. I don't know. There's probably a wealth of info in those books that debunk as well. And I know there is because I've heard a guy in Bill Handel talk about an incident going, wait, I was there. That's not how that happened. So they pro- probably talked to the popcorn vendor across the, you know, the, the way, watching it from a distance, thinking they know what's going on. That's my guess. Um, someone like me would have no idea if this guy has an extra grind or if his slant on things were true. Okay, take care and see you at West Fest. And you opened that uh, uh, that uh, PDF and was looking at it, right?
0: Yeah, listen to some of these acts that are in Las Vegas that weekend. Um, uh, da, 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 uh, Danny Kaye at the Desert Inn. <laughs> Jim Backus at the Fremont. Wow. Pearl Bailey at the Flamingo. Oh George Burns and Lainey Kazan at the Riviera. Dinah Shore at the Sahara. Red Skelton at the Sands. That's that's uh, all the names that I recognize. Uh, Uh, Happiest uh, uh. Happiest Millionaire opened that weekend. (laughs) Uh, Air museums that no longer exist at Orange County Airport and Ontario uh, Airport. (laughs) Just nuts.
1: Did you look at the movie guide and it says family, mature audiences, and adults only.
0: No, I haven't gotten that far. I, I skipped out of Disneyland. Summer season with nightly fireworks, bands, and dancing throughout the park. Open Saturday night. Newest of 50 adventures, parts of the Caribbean. Open today through Friday, 10 to 10. Saturday, wow. 9 to 1. Harbor Boulevard, San Ana Freeway, Anaheim. Wait, family movies, you said, huh? Lectures, family fun.
1: It was just kind of funny what, what they listed. Some of them I don't even recognize, but. Uh,
0: Music Man, stage openings. Oh yeah.
1: Mature audiences.
0: <laughs> Adults only. Africa Adio, blow up deadlier than male. Doctor, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> Georgie girl. Holy cow. <laughs> Casino yeah. Royale. We were just talking about
1: Casino Royale. Yeah. For, you know, it's fun, for it's a few funny dollars to, more. I've seen some of these movies. It's funny to go back in time and you know see how people would um you know view things. Then versus now, would you
0: I, would you consider dr. Shivago a family film or Hamlet uh,
1: uh boring but yeah i mean sure it's it's um i mean there's no um excessive violence or you know anything like that i I, I think it's a little more adult than the average child would want to watch, but it's certainly not uh something you you know it depends on how they're rating mature and adult only obviously Casino... well Casino Royale was a joke. I mean, it was a comedy. Uh, the only yeah. comedy made of... Um, well, if, you're, if we read the little
0: thing about here, it says, Categories of family, mature audiences, and adults only represent a consensus of several national reviewing organizations and the time zone judgment. We take mature audiences to include mature teenagers. So that would be right, R-rated eight, films. Eight, yeah. eight,
1: well, we got to remember, at this time, there was no rating system. Correct. Wait, so. no, no. The rating system came out in 64...
0: Didn't it? Uh, uh, I'm, I, uh, know, we've had this discussion on an episode a long time ago.
1: Because <laughs> they could have simply just rated these by the ratings. I'm pretty sure at this point there is not, or otherwise you would see them um, with a rate. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a guess. I'd have to look up the rating system. But it was in the 60s sometimes. In fact, I was watching some show on uh, Netflix the other day. It was like, you know, Sex in the Movies or something like that. And. Uh, the rating systems and you know it was kind of funny because some of these people had an axe to grind but oh go ahead they were talking about how in the 70s because the standards had changed so like every movie and i thought about this going back and watching the old clint eastwood movies and things in the 60s every movie had to have a topless shot in like the 70s whether the movie needed it or not like you know in one of the um uh Clint Eastwood, the uh, dirty harry's you know the girl swimming that gets yeah. off yeah. happens to be topless right w- was that needed i mean most people probably don't swim topless right um uh and, and you start watching the more and more of the early 70s movies it's like oh yeah they go through a strip club oh they go through <laughs> or some peeping tom through a window you know it's like okay i kind of see that now you know it's, it was funny but the 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 funny thing about the movie was it was weird they were they were like complaining that uh studios only want to make movies that make money. Okay. Okay, and that you know Where? the the art the art movie the the movie for art's sake that would maybe have a lot of sex and all this stuff. They don't make as much of those because you know they're just they're just playing to the dollar. And I'm thinking, you know, cuz I've heard uh I don't listen to uh Dr. Laura a lot, but occasionally I'll catch her because she's in between two people I listen to. And if I'm in the car, you know, and it's on AM radio, you know, it's set for that station. And she mentioned once some statistics that show family movies, G, make a ton more money than – On average, then you know, in ours, you know, the slasher movies, you know, there's a few anomalies where they make some big money, but in general, they don't make a lot of money. But yet, the studios keep cranking these things out. You're thinking, why? You know, that obviously the money is in the family fare uh, more so than not. But you know, for whatever reason, and it was funny because it came to roost when I was listening or watching this show, how they were complaining that the studios are just you know bowing to the mighty dollar. And I'm like, well, isn't that what business? That's what they're about? for. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't make. I don't produce a product to sell if I'm not going to make money. Why produce it then? You exactly. know, if you're going to do art for art's sake, uh, be a permit. Well,
0: don't worry about the money aspect, right? If, yeah. But I anyway, just, the uh, the rating system uh, instituted November first, nineteen sixty-eight. So, in this June of nineteen
1: sixty-seven, yep, there'd be no. Yeah,
0: there'd be no. But their 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 ratings follow the first rating system, which was. A general audience is mature,
1: yeah yeah,
0: uh, R <laughs> and then
1: x <laughs> okay, yeah, well, yeah, and that was the other thing. they got into the reason that um uh you know, you had X, and then people were tur- and then X kind of turned into triple X,
0: and porn, yeah
1: and porn, so then they were afraid no one no one wanted to make a movie that had the X rating because it was so- associated with porn, so then NC seventeen came out. And there's still very few NC-17 movies made. I mean, there's only been a handful, I think. And they're uh, and they're not NC-17 for sex. They're NC-17 for people getting chopped up. Well, actually, the first one that came out, the absolutely first one, uh, I can't remember the actor's name. He he played Gus in the um, uh Fred the right stuff. Ward. Fred Ward, thank you. Uh, I what was that movie about him when he was like learning from that that Japanese master or whatever? Uh, Remember that? Oh,
0: uh, Remo Rima Williams. Remo Rima Williams. And, and he Williams. was Korean. Right? Was, yeah. Oh, was, was
1: he Korean? Yeah, that's right. In Korea. Door handle, <laughs> do not fall off, right? Or something like that. Okay, I got to look that up on Netflix. I got to see that one that,
0: Rima Remo Williams. <laughs> the Adventure Begins, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but anyways, that was the first NC-17 movie, and it was about, um, uh, I don't know, an artist or something. There was a lot of sex in it. Um, he would go watch people have sex. It was just, you know, it was an odd... Um, it was an odd movie, but uh, anyway. Yeah, so there it's, you go. There you go. Okay. Um, all right. So I was going to look to see if we had any other email that doesn't have a mouse. We're getting a lot about Mouse Busters, so um, well, uh, we'll have to hit that one. Richard's here. Yeah. Well, you guys tried to hit something last week when I wasn't here, but we haven't prepared for any of these. How's that? Yeah. Let's just not do them because we haven't prepared for them. Though you. I think you did one off the cuff. Well, the
0: the Michael Eisner is he the golfer and the
1: well, yeah, and what, are, what do they say front line cast members, members? We don't, don't know. Yeah, but I don't know.
0: Even though Richard I, will talk a good game about how he does know,
1: <laughs> that's usually what he's doing. But um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I had never heard that rumor before that that it was Michael Eisner uh, playing golf. Yeah, it was uh, a first for me too. I do know, as a fact. That is not Palm Springs, and it is... Um, it's La Quinta. It is sold to you as Palm Springs. You know, when you're sitting in the in the pre-show, and they show all the places you're going to go see, one of them is Palm Springs. You never see Palm Springs in that movie. Absolutely guarantee you, you have not seen Palm Springs.
0: PGA West is not in Palm
1: Springs. That is correct. And I've been to PGA West because every time I write it, I'm, I'm like, there, there, there. Oh, shoot, they cut right before you can see the houses we built out there.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> But uh yeah, I've been there. It's a very cool place. It's actually a place to see at night. They light up that mountain uh with a bunch of huge uh lights. It's very very cool. Uh but yeah, PJ West is not in Palm Springs. But what what town is it? Is it La Quinta or is it uh Rancho Mirage uh, or what the hell? No, I believe it is La Quinta building department that we went through for PGA right. West. Yeah. Cuz yeah, all all those communities blend together worse than Orange County. Oh, yeah. It's 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 hard to tell where you are sometimes when you're just driving around. It's a lot of the same, same old, same old stuff. But, uh, All right. Uh, so, so, so yeah, I don't think any of those other ones had anything that we could talk about without. Um, uh, I mean, the one from Chad, uh, he did throw something in there that you know would kind of be not really a mousebusters, but considering how much time we've w- wasted talking about other things, uh, wouldn't we couldn't really give him his fair due. On that email, so okay. Do you think? I mean, I the, know. I'm, I agree. I agree. I've, I, you know, I've got all the time in the world. Yeah, I do not. I, I don't have to get up in the morning. Uh, I'm but sorry.
0: I, but I want to. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to indulge you in that, but
1: uh. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna happen. Um uh, so, you I'm wanna, just trying to? Go, just trying to go back through some other. Do you want to?
0: All right. Do you want to talk okay. about your decision?
1: Oh, that uh, IMW and at the Main Street Cinema is uh, leaving the DPN? Yes. That, one? that decision, okay. yes. Okay, not the decision that I need to find a job or sell mm, my house. Not... not that That decision. Wait, you. All right. Yeah, see, that, oh. that last little thing, uh, I, don't, I don't want to talk about that on there. Oh, okay. Well, you know, it's just the fact and reality of life. If I don't find a job soon, that I will be in the poorhouse. Okay, so back to uh, measuring my way in. It's partly financially. Um, motivated you know I've, i'm going to combine some of my feeds uh, after main street cinema is going to be rolled into um, imaginary my way which is probably what it should have been in the first place but um so i'm going to roll that in there i don't do a lot of those shows anyway so they can be just special video releases as part of uh imaginary my way so i've got to i've got to do some feed changes and get off Lipson and do some redirecting of feeds and get all that stuff worked out but um so it's just you know i for more than one reason, have felt it's time to, uh, at this time, it's best for my shows to uh, leave the DPN at this point. And it's, you know, nothing against anybody personally or any of that. There is some other issues, but nothing I'm, you know, it's worth getting into and, you know, on the podcast. Uh, I will still podcast as um, necessary or when I'm available to do it. As necessary. Nice. (laughs) um, (laughs) Uh, it's you'll, amazing. You'll, um, you'll still be around
0: these here parts, right?
1: Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah. I'm still around. Know, as amazing as as the times you don't think you have hardly any followers, next thing you know they're coming out of the woodworks and they're everywhere. Um, so I still get good, um, very good downloads. Uh, so I, you know, there's people are still there. I have some other ventures going. I know you're. I only wish Richard was here at the moment because I, I. Would just would love to hear his reaction, though I'd like to see the look on his face even more. Uh, well, you know, I, you know, he won't listen to this, so you can still tell him in person. That's true. Yeah, I can still get the gut reaction out of him. I have been asked repeatedly to tell my story, okay my my Kevin Yee, my David Koning type uh, experiences with Disney. So I have started to do that, and I have a person who is going to help. You know, ghostwrite and uh, edit and correct my bad grammar, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's a full-time
0: job. <laughs> sure is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I have started to write that. Sweet. And okay. I, who knows? Maybe that will be my saving grace to my situation of uh, no work. We'll see. So uh, so that that is something that's in the work that will take up some time also and um okay but anyways well I, you know I, I say i've made a lot of great friends with podcasters and people to dpn i won't you know i'll still be a forum member i just won't be a dpn podcaster i've had offers from other uh communities out there to join them i have no intention right now of joining anybody just staying with just kind of you, you know, yourself and you me myself and I, if I can ever make WordPress work the way I like it to work, you know, <laughs> I might have some uh, places to leave comments. But I, you know, quite frankly, I see more commenting going on in the microblogs and social networks than in the forums um, for the last year or so. So you know, I've got a, um, a Facebook page that uh, I can't hardly keep up with all the friend invites and you know, people sending drinks around and p- potted plants and all the other. Nonsense. Weird stuff that goes yeah. on there, but I'll try to you know keep information going out on those those places and Twitter. I don't do Plurk, but I do Twit or tweet or however you want to call that. Uh, so I'll still be around in those kind of places, and you know and may or may not post on the DPM because, quite frankly, I don't hardly see anybody posting there lately. So,
0: and, but uh, you'll
1: be here. Well, I'll still be yeah, I'll still be here in Huntington Beach, Orange County. No, no, I the, meant here in Micecast, Jack. Oh yeah, Micecast. Yeah, I'm I'm not going any as long as you know you guys still want to turn on the mic from time to time there's this is the easiest podcast going i mean there's no research there's um you know we do the mouse busters which take a little bit of research but in general this one in political gestures you know i turn on the mic and we record uh though political gestures you know we try to do a little bit of background work before we record those yeah
0: that's probably kind of helpful in those in that genre
1: it is and uh luckily major Russ is just a hound for that kind of stuff, so a lot of times he is just the balance for you know my opinions sometimes uh he he's the guy that has a lot of the info and the backup and and all that so uh it's a good good time richard it doesn't always make it uh, to that show like this show he um sometimes it's just not available and quite frankly there's a newsworthy event uh because politics is news i mean it's it's timely. Uh, unfortunately, because my grandmother thing gotten away, the and then West Fest gotten away, we had recorded a show about the Somali pirates r- when it happened.
0: All done, th- yeah.
1: Within days, oh, I just released it four days ago. <laughs> uh, it's not to say there isn't still piracy going on there, and there's an ongoing issue, but you know, to have got it out right when it was happening would have been uh, better. But unfortunately, you know, even with with Russ and he. Oh, I don't know if it's public knowledge, so I won't mention that yet. But, you know, his his availability time might be less coming up soon. So we're going to have to – it might go back to just Richard and I for a while while he is doing his thing.
0: Okay. Uh, I seem to recall some uh, Twitter
1: traffic regarding that. Oh, okay. So he maybe put it out there. Yeah, he he may have to go, uh, uh, you know, do his thing as a major in the Army. Uh, so. so, yeah, there's so a lot of stuff going on like that. It's just, you know.
0: Okay. Well, you know. Oh, oh, sorry. Excuse you. Yeah. (laughs) Just. Did did you get any on you? No. Okay. Good. Uh, Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Okay. Well, in transitioning from that announcement. Yes. uh, I'm going to repeat what I, I guess, begged for last last time, and that's, um, you know, tell your friends. Basically, bring a friend to IceCast. You know, tell people oh, we're out there.
1: You're not talking to me now. You're no, I'm, talking.
0: I'm talking to the <laughs> talking to those who subscribe and download, and uh, call it an unofficial membership drive. But
1: you, you know, know, we're going to speak tell, off air about that. I've I've had some inspiration lately about um, uh, something we sort of touched on off air before. And i okay, I'll, you know, I'll cross my fingers here to try to remember time we get right. off the air what it was well if we if we sign
0: off now then you, the, the <laughs> chance you, of you the chance of you forgetting is is minimized
1: and considering this is one of the biggest cluster of ah, the- uh, you know come on it's yeah. we got some
0: west fest a lot of star trek and a little more disney stuff and uh, then you yes. know, we're-
1: speaking of star trek that was just oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh is the parking brake still engaged <laughs> it was just a great little yeah. um, um Humanistic things, I guess oh,
0: you could oh, say. Oh, now you knew. You knew that the no name red shirt dude was going to be toast, oh, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife leaned over to me. She's going, he's going to die first, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course he is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but even the uniforms, I mean, they're, um, there's a little bit of an ode to the originals. Yes. A, ni- a nice look. I like what they did with Vulcan. Um, and their, cl- I mean, just. All around, good. I mean, it's just yeah, I mean, it was even, good. You know, mm-hmm. I I even can forgive them for building the ship on land, you know, because oh, yeah. it looked, it looked good when that they were violates canon. He, um, <laughs> but the, remember,
0: canon has been reset because of certain sure, events. Sure, um, sure. So. This actually might be the the impetus to push me into Blu-ray, dude. It oh, might when it, when, it, when it
1: comes out. Oh yeah,
0: it might be. This might be the. Uh, the keystone for that
1: i know every time i um i go into to worst buy <laughs> we call it the I, beast now at work we call it beast buyer or the, the beast. just the beast yeah um i wander over there and they've got one for 190 bucks now but of course really not now's not the time to purchase for me but uh, the wife and I both liked Australia, and it was it was an epic. You know, it was made like an epic of old, in my opinion. Um, it'd be great to see that on Blu-ray, and, and of course Star Trek coming up, and and, and all that uh, would also be wonderful to see in Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, what the problem I have with Blu-ray reminds me of when I was in the Laserdisc era, which I still have on my Laserdisc. They're expensive. I mean, the average Blu-ray 25, is 20,
0: twenty-five bucks. Yeah.
1: Uh, 25 to 29 yeah occasionally you'll see some movie that probably doesn't even deserve to be in blu-ray because it, there's no way they're going to improve the quality right I yeah mean, yeah uh, i still I, I i was thinking about this I was, we were watching a dvd the other day i'm like wait is this a tape or a dvd because <laughs> it's so crappy yeah the when, they, so you know, crappy. <laughs> when, when dvds first came out a lot of them didn't they didn't remaster the the prints they just it right on dvd right and it doesn't i mean if it's an old film that's in bad shape or gritty or what there's nothing you can do for it right correct and um there are just certain things that it's not going to matter if it's on blu ray or not they're they're just not going to look any better um well well, they'll look better i i we used to think vhs tapes were so great looking right and then we went to laser i still think my laser discs are really good looking and the sound is very full uh, much better than the early laser disc. I think. I mean, uh, DVDs. DVDs have come a long way in the what? Five years? Six years? They've been out. What? Uh, maybe be longer now. How long they've been okay. out now? I bought
0: my first DVD player in 1999.
1: Jeez, can't. ten years? Okay. Okay.
0: Um, and and even then, it wasn't brand new. I mean, we're talking. Yeah.
1: So it's been a little longer than I thought. But I I really do believe still that laser disc when when DVD first came out, laser disc was still the superior format. Um... But they managed to improve it a little bit. They have dual layers. They, uh, they're they remastering the images. So, I mean, you, you don't even need to get a Criterion edition, really. I mean, there are Criterion DVDs, but I'm, sometimes I'm like, what's the point? That used to be a big deal on Laserdisc. In, laser in disc. a Laserdisc, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't see just it to be such a big deal. AC3 on,
0: encoding and all that extra crap that went with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, two I discs, a
0: that. movie on two or four sides, three sides, four. I mean, I had a... I had a uh, I had a widescreen Star Wars that was on three
1: sides. Yeah,
0: came uh, with two yeah. discs. Yeah.
1: You know the the one thing that was kind of good I, at first. I thought this is annoying because you know you'd have to turn over your laser disc. Or I got one of the players that you didn't have to turn over. It would you know Flip. had a yeah. laser on both sides. It gave you a built-in bathroom break or uh, <laughs> a run for a beer. As you if know, the you'd...
0: pause button isn't enough anymore, right? You
1: know that's it's <laughs> funny you say that. Even now, live TV. You know we pa- we can pause it. And I say that to the kids sometimes. I say, "Didn't I tell you to go put something away?" But I'm watching something. Pause it. Push,
0: yeah. Uh, pause. I get that all the time. But <laughs> I, I can tell you a,
1: a funny story. Years ago, the, the wife when we weren't didn't even know each other yet. But she's told me this story, and I, it just makes me laugh. They were watching some movie on VHS, and they were. She was also cooking. So she's seven, 16, 17, Her and her friend, they're cooking for the kids. The parents are out and making pork chops and they were so into the movie and forgot they could pause, their pork chops turned into what I like to call pork <laughs> chips. <laughs> pork chips. <laughs> you know, it's so easy to push that pause, but sometimes you get so wrapped up, right? You know, oh I'll, I've, I've burned stuff on the barbecue before. <laughs> I know I can pause it, but you're like wrapped up in it, and you're like, just, well, just lose, another second. Just, just lose another track second. of
0: time, yeah. No. I, when I have to dress the children, and they're sitting there staring at the TV in the morning, you know, waiting for to get carted off to school. I tell them, pause the TV. The first thing I say to them is, pause the TV. And then they do it, and they say, okay, don't forget this. Don't forget that. Take this in your backpack. And then they turn the TV back on. But if I try to talk to them with that thing running, you know you know, it's just bouncing off their head. They don't – it doesn't funny, f-
1: funny stuff, but uh, pork chips, I'll never forget that. <laughs> pork chips. Okay, well – uh why not on that funny note uh, we
0: call it quits and uh, sounds good. We could finish up, uh, you know, our conversations
1: offline. All right, sounds good. All right, well then, good night. Good night. See you later.